Welcome back. We are on episode 10 of Wheel of SNES. Uh, uh, this week we had uh, one that me and Josh had never heard of before. It was uh, Mr. Nuts. Mr. Nuts. With a Z. I guess it's provocative with a Z. I don't know. but uh, Maybe it's less provocative. I will say that's the first time I think when we did the uh, wheel spin, it actually kind of had us both speechless. I, I never heard of Mr. Nuts. Uh, I couldn't have told you that was an actual game before... Uh, uh, this, I, I feel like, uh, uh, when I seen Mr. Nuts, the first thing I thought of was D's, you know? Yeah. Yeah. D's or, I mean, even like, did Nintendo make adult video games? <laughs> well, it was a little early, but I guess you did have Conkers and those guys, uh, later on, but, uh, exactly. uh but basically to get us a little hopped up for this adventure, we we're going to go in, uh, the back of the box reads it as, this is no time to hibernate, Mr. Nuts. Yeti, the ab abdominal... I can't even say that word. That's like the one word I can... Abominable. Uh, abominable, yes. Snow Beast. I guess Snowman is probably trademark. Copy, yeah, copyright. Is about to put a chill on the entire planet. It's up to you to put the freeze on this cold-hearted creature. Grab your acorn stash and embark on a puzzling adventure through the freaky forest, a maze-filled volcano, a zany street carnival, and use your mighty tail to stomp purple plum heads, squirrel-eating slugs, and bumblebees. Only you, Mr. Nuts, can save the planet from becoming a giant ice cube. Happy, happy tales to you. I feel like that should be British. Happy tales to you. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I feel like it, it should be something to that. Uh, so, uh, I guess. I mean, I, I guess you kind of get that in the game. Uh, uh, I mean, they did try to form some sort of a story uh, uh, for us. But, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, you could do without ever reading that and still be able to navigate through this game just fine, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I agree. It'll it was a weird one. So, uh, this game was released in 93. It's a 2D side-scroller by Ocean Software platformer. Uh, it was released on the Mega Drive in 94 as Ocean's first Sega game. But this was also uh, released on the Sega Channel, uh, Game Boy, Game Boy Color, and Game Boy Advance, as well as the Super Nintendo. So, this thing was kicking around hot and heavy until... Uh, uh, 2001 on some of the ports and, and stuff that it had. But, you know, uh, 93, uh, I think probably one of the reasons we didn't hear about this is I think it was, you know, like say late life cycle of the Super Nintendo. I don't think there was a big print run on this one as well. So, uh, and I think this was mostly marketed as overseas. So, uh, I don't think that, uh, I don't think that Madisonville Video down here just had that one on the shelf ready to rent at any time. I don't think so. No, I was going to say, I don't think the uh, Loudon Pick-A-Flick had it either. So, so I, I guess it's not really too surprising. Uh, so basically, uh, uh, you're a squirrel. And uh, you're running through these platform levels, uh, picking up acorns, which you can throw. Uh, jumping on enemies' heads, which uh, some of the enemies make kind of sense, and then some don't. I don't understand why there's big plums trying to eat you or uh, things that look like celery stalks. But, you know, it's kind of fun, the, the enemies. And uh, uh, you're basically not only just platforming, you're also, you know, solving some puzzles as you go. I think there's six levels in this. I didn't make it to the very end, but I'm pretty sure it was six levels. And the way the setup is on it is it's uh, uh, basically three levels of play and then I think a boss level. Uh, uh, so there's a little bit more to it. It's not a, you know, it's got a little bit of depth to it. Uh, one thing is on the uh, uh, options screen, there was actually some pretty good options. You could actually, uh, uh, you know, change some of the settings, which I've got in my make it uh area that'd be one of the first things that we touch on but uh i guess is there anything in a the overview that uh uh you have to add to this josh no but with you stating that it was a port game from like sega and all that i can actually see that now because of the way the buttons worked up a little bit differently than what you were normally used to i guess so well and and i think 
it, it was brought over for Mega Drive and, and Super Nintendo, but uh, <coughs> I think some of the ports were later on going into the Game Boy. But uh, I did see on some of what I looked at that the Super Nintendo version was probably one of the superior versions. Uh, I'd seen that there was a lot of glitches that was only in the, the Sega Mega Drive uh, uh, part, like where, you know, when you came to a stop, your your character slid. It was like it was like they were on a plane of ice at times, and the controls were a little floaty, and I think that was some stuff that, for whatever reason, was just on the, what I seen was on the uh, Sega complaints and not the Super Nintendo. Well, I've done an emulator, so I may have got the wrong emulator, because my dude slid quite a lot. <laughs> okay, well, that makes sense. So, <laughs> well, let's just go ahead and uh, we're going to jump into uh, what makes this game. If you don't have anything else to add. Uh, uh, the one thing I thought was great right off the bat was having a uh, options menu that actually meant something. And what I say with that is uh, uh, I'm, I'm trying to remember because it's been a few days since I've played this game. Uh, uh, I'm pretty sure you were... Uh, had unlimited continues, uh, but you could actually change how many lives you had. So if you wanted a bigger challenge, you could actually uh, uh, change it down to where you only had like one or two lives. And you could also change how many hits it would take. I think default was like three lives or two lives and three hits would kill your squirrel. So, uh, of course, what do you think my ass did? I went in there and ranked it up to as many lives as I could, and I put it where I could get the maximum five hits. So that made the game more tolerable for me. That that might be a little cheap, but that I, I feel like it wasn't cheap once I got into the gameplay of it. But No, I kept it as a standard two lives, three hits, and that way I never made it past the spider. Well, I did make it past the spider, but I can tell you, I'll, I'll tell you, when we get to the break it, the one thing that pissed me off the most. Uh, but uh, yeah, I thought it was great actually having a freaking game uh, that you could actually, it was worth going into the options menu to check out. Uh, so once you start the game up, the first thing that uh, uh, really caught me as, I mean, the first thing you see is this squirrel that i think was pretty good rendition i mean the colors were were bright the uh uh i didn't mind the sounds you know sound wasn't nothing for me to write home about i wouldn't bash it but uh i wouldn't say that was its you know peak uh thing but uh uh the enemies the colors the way the levels were set up i thought it was pretty visually appeasing to me i agree with that like i said i, I really didn't mind the sound at all like normally, like we've discussed before on multiple games, you know, we can't wait to turn that music off if there's an option for it. But this one here, it wasn't that terrible. Uh, and the sprites, I thought, were fun. I mean, the the squirrel, Mr. Nuts, uh, he was cool looking, I thought. I mean, he was fine. Uh, uh, he kind of reminded me of a, like a, a knockoff Tails or whatever. But uh, 100%. Uh, but you know the even the plum heads, uh, uh, you the know celery stalks, yeah, the scarecrows, they were all very well done. I mean, even the background of the levels were uh, well done. Uh, some of the uh, uh, stuff in the back of the levels too that were like you know the little rubber bumpers that you would have to use to uh, you know jump a high or whatever. Uh, those were fun. Uh, that added another aspect to it because. Uh, uh, to me, I thought the controls were pretty crisp, so I feel like you yeah. may have got, if yours was a little floaty, you may have got the wrong emulator, because uh, to me, playing with the controller, it, they were really crisp. Now, I'm not a huge platform guy. I'm not good at them, I guess it'd be the correct way to say it, but uh, yeah, I, I moved through there pretty, pretty good. I mean, uh, it wasn't like... Uh, like on Super Putty, some of the mechanics was a little clunky and it was it was tough to do, like tough to slide. But, but you know, I mean, it was uh, pretty straightforward with jump and shooting your acorns. And, uh, you know, I, I thought the controls were probably one of the better part of the games. Well, now knowing that that was a glitch in the 
Sega and stuff like that. I can see where it was at, and because that was my biggest turnoff from it is, for me the controls were slippy. I, I slid a lot, and I normally many many moons ago, I was really good at platformers. Like I could beat Mega Man's and everything like that. You tell me to play Mega Man now, and fuck no, no. I can't do it. We've tried multiple times, and I, I can't do it. Now, and I, I could see too because some of the the platforming you were doing. I mean, even some of these jumps from little rubber bumper to rubber bumper. I mean, they were pretty precise. So uh, they, they if you were if you were dealing with some float or you know some drift, uh, that would be pretty unfortunate, you know. Yeah. Uh, but uh, and one thing that uh, another thing that I liked was is the level setups. Uh, uh, the backgrounds played. Uh, factors in it i mean you know sometimes it was uh i guess the easy way to say is this is one of those games where it was a uh, uh, find the exit that was pretty much what this game was but you know sometimes you could just simply you know bounce your way across and throw acorns and jump and uh you know carry your way over to the exit and then sometimes like on the tree level you had to go up like you could only go over so far and then you had to go up and then in the trees they had uh, I'd say little zip lines. They were kind of like a little platform on a zip line. You would yeah. jump in and take you to a new area. So uh, they definitely added depth with it. And I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, there, were, there was really a lot of different routes. Uh, I know this game did boast that they had, you know, there were secret areas and stuff. Uh, I didn't care that much about the game to want to explore every secret area. I mean, I guess if this wouldn't been a game that I would have wanted to 100%. I don't think I would wanted to flip open a strategy guide and go through every single area. I didn't care about it that much, but I did think that the, the way the levels were set up, uh, were pretty good. I agree with that. The levels made sense with the way it worked. Even some of the enemies made sense at the time. So, I mean, it wasn't, like you said, Super Putty. There wasn't no random Space Ninja or anything like that. Like The only one that I, I did have a problem with was, like I said, I didn't like the plum. I don't understand the whole plum. Do, is plums poisonous to squirrels or what? I don't know. I, I, there's, I've got questions <laughs> about some of these enemies uh, as we, we get into this. Uh, uh, like, I know celery is bad for squirrels. It's actually bad for humans because it takes more to takes more calories to digest than it replenishes. So it's a diet food. So I understand that. Well, I don't know, Josh. <laughs> now, the one way you could battle these enemies was, and it, it, I did like that you had options. You could, uh, like, bend down and whip your tail at an enemy. You could jump on an enemy. Of course, there's going to be like a spiky caterpillar or something like that <laughs> that you can't do that to. Spots are instant death. Yeah, and uh, uh, the uh, acorns. You can uh, pick up acorns out of the tree and throw acorns, which, you know, to be honest, I feel like every time I tried to hit something with my tail, I got hit. So I yeah. just threw, threw acorns. I jumped on them. And uh, I don't know how you didn't do this, play this game without having five hits per person because it would have been borderline unplayable well, for me standard mode i made it to the spider that that's rough i feel like you should have had the i'm not saying that it changed the gameplay or it affected the game really whatsoever it just it nerfed it it, nerfed it, it made it, it a little bit more enjoyable uh so that was one thing that uh you know, overall, when I say it made the game enjoyable, I thought the game was fun. Uh, I liked it. And uh, and <laughs> here's one that I know you're not going to agree with. Uh, you know, I felt like the whole time I was playing a Sonic game, but I was actually playing a game that was like Sonic that was fun, unlike Sonic. So uh, no. that is where I stood on this. And because my problem with Sonic is the game is set up to keep you from going fast, it seems like. So uh, in this game, I felt like the speed and the pacing was good. And, you know, to be honest, you, you take that damn squirrel out of it and you put a little hedgehog or knuckles or something, and I'm telling you, it felt a lot like a freaking Sonic game. Okay. I'll go ahead and bring this up since you brought it up first. <laughs> 
This is actually one of my cons. Is I enjoy Sonic. And this did have a Sonic feel. But it was too slow for me. It was a crawler. Mario is faster than this downstairs. There's no doubt that... Uh, I don't know if Mario's faster. Maybe some of the later Marios. Uh, Sonic is definitely way more fast-paced than this. But what frustrates me with Sonic is it's like, hey, look at all this stuff we have. You need to go fast. You need to go fast. Wait a minute. We're going to put a million damn things in here to slow you down, and it's not fun. It's all so, about reaction time. All about reaction time. Well, uh, I felt like this was... Uh, I was like uh, in hog heaven playing it. You know, I was just like, I feel like this is what Sonic the Hedgehog should have been See, right here. To me, if we go back to Kid Cleat, Kid Cleat was fast paced. Just what made it unplayable was the soccer ball and the music. Because you couldn't turn that off. Either. I would say that game needed to be slowed down dramatically. Even just the camera angles going back and forth on Kid Cleats. Uh, I feel like that was one of the games that probably is the reason why we have warnings for epileptic seizures. Uh, uh, I did not like the pacing yeah. of that one. But if I think you would have sped up this game just a little bit more, made my tail attack actually work. I agree. A with little that. bit, then yes, I would like this game a lot more. But because it had the Sonic feel, it didn't have the speed, it didn't have the attack accuracy of Sonic. It fell into the con for me. Okay, okay. Well, I just, you know, I felt like the game was. Uh, I guess you know the last thing I have to say that uh, made this game great was. Uh, uh, it was fun. I mean, you know, we read the back of the box. It kind of sounded goofy. You didn't need any of that to figure out what was going on. Well, I mean, I guess that tells you what's going on. Not that it really had a huge bearing in uh, the gameplay from how far I made it. But uh, it was a game that, you know, you could pick up as a, as a kid or uh, as an adult. Uh, I'd say that if you enjoyed it, this is one of those games I bet if you remember playing it back in 93, it's exactly as good as you remembered it. Like I, I feel like if you liked it then, you'll like it now. Uh, I think you could put your kid in there. You could put your grandfather playing it. Everybody's got to probably either enjoy it the same or absolutely hate it the same. I feel like it was pretty level across the board on what you uh, needed to, to accomplish, I guess. So uh, that's all I have that makes it. Do you have anything that you want to add to that, Josh? Uh, I did like the aspect of... You had to ration your acorns a little bit. That is true. I, I, I like that. There is, I don't know how many times uh, the uh, there was just times where it was like, oh, I need to throw an acorn, but then you felt guilty for throwing an acorn. Yeah. Because uh, there wasn't as many acorns to throw as you would think there would be in exactly. a game where they, they, you had a squirrel. Exactly. It, it was more of a strategy part, you know, because we're so used to Mario. You get that fire flower, and you just spin that button constantly. Yeah, I, I was expecting, uh, I feel like I got half as many acorns. Like, acorns was not as big a game changer in this game as I thought they would be. Yeah, yeah, they were by far the go-to attack. But I feel like uh, navigating some of the puzzles within the game was more focused than hey let me throw some acorns and hit some guys like yeah i felt like acorn throwing to me i thought would be the number one thing that this game was going to be about and uh i don't think that was i think that was probably number two or three on the list for it see i think it was number three because of the fact i think it was more about the puzzle solving and also the standard jump on enemy head right right and then acorn for like the spike ones i think there was a I think that's where the acorns were made, whereas for you to use them for the spots and the balls. So I got you. All right, well, let's wrap that up on the, what makes it, and let's jump over into breaking it. And since we're talking about acorns, I'm just going to jump right in. And there ain't... I understand not every enemy can be the same, but those little damn, like, ladybugs or them... <laughs> like, nothing is... is few acorns as I feel like I have at any time. Even if I have 15 acorns, I'm like, man, I'm going to be in some, some junk. If they gave me 15 acorns, I'm going to need every one of them. So you don't want to waste them. I don't know how many times I tried to jump up and throw it at one of these little miniature sprites trying to hit one of these flying bugs. And of course, I would waste like five items. <laughs> 
probably still get hit by the damn thing. Uh, so that part was uh, slightly aggravating. Uh, it wasn't as much. I did like the sprites. I thought they were done well, but I felt like some of the smaller sprites should have been bigger. I ignored them. Well, there's that. There's that. Uh, another thing that I got here, and this is probably... Uh, this one's going to be, you know, probably the big thing that, that we've already talked about that everybody's going to notice. Uh, the whole time you were playing this game, you felt like you were playing a knockoff. Uh, yeah. So, and it wasn't just them ripping off, in my opinion, uh, the Sonic. I feel like the gameplay 100% was a knockoff of Sonic the Hedgehog to the point of when you walked across some of the bridges, they swayed the same way that they did in Sonic. And uh, there is no doubt that this was uh, very... Uh, there, if you told me that there was no inspiration from that game... It wasn't influenced. Now, at the end of the day, I mean, you know, uh, imitation's a, a, a form of flattery, I guess. I mean, if you're going to imitate something, I guess imitate something that's proven, you know. So, let's hey, what's probably the biggest recognizable thing when you see, say, Sega is Sonic the Hedgehog. So, at least you're imitating... A game that is proven, the number one, and even of that console, and I and I felt like the gameplay and everything was more or less that. Uh, there was ties. To, I feel like what was knockoff Mario, uh, not in the gameplay as much, but the big piranha plants that pop out in the middle of the game. You can't tell me that didn't come from yeah. Mario. Uh, I mean, if you put a damn green. Uh, pop there a little green warp pop next to one of them or, or it popping up out of one of them pops that's all you needed to say hey we took this from mario so uh it was very knockoffish but in their defense if you're gonna imitate something why don't you pick two of the bigger uh yeah the best yeah you're picking the the tradesmen you know the spokespeople for these companies so uh i I guess at the end of the day it was smart i mean i i would probably want to do the same thing if i couldn't really come up with my own original ideas go with something proven like that but the whole time from it it felt like you were playing in great value sonic was what it was it felt like yeah yeah, like I said, it was Great Value Sonic and Food Club Mario. That's exactly what it was. Now, the gameplay was slower. I'd, I'd say you're probably playing Sonic levels at the speed of Mario. I'd say that was probably fair to say. I enjoyed it that way, though, because uh, I thought, it, like I say, I'm not a big Sonic fan. I don't have a whole lot of uh, nice stuff to say about Sonic. But I felt like it catered to me on that. Now, I know you... I will defend you Sonic being a with my Sonic life. guy. I knew you would absolutely uh, despise every minute of this. Shadow is the best Sonic character, and Bowser's the best Mario character. So, all right, I will defend those two with my life. <laughs> uh, another thing that I didn't like was the way the levels, uh, the way the the initial setup was playing three levels and then a boss fight. Uh, I just felt like that was too much. I felt like you should have played two levels and then a boss fight. Uh, kind of, I think that was how Kid Cleats was. Well, uh, also that's how, if, like I said, imitation is the best form of flattery to some people. And if I'm not mistaken, that's how Mario was too, right? You play two levels and then you fight Bowser in each level, or a Koopa, one of his kids. Maybe I can't quite remember. Uh, uh, I know on Sonic. Sonic was a three in boss. I do know that for a fact. But boss battles on Sonic was you complete that third level and it auto-roads you into a boss level. Like the moment you completed that level, it was boss fight. Right, you're right. Like no load scene, no cutting, no nothing. It was straight. You cross the finish line, boss showed up. Dr. Eggman showed up. No, I felt like these levels were... You know, maybe on par with like Sonic, but I felt like these levels were longer than a normal Mario level was. Uh, so, I mean, to me, by the time I finished two of them, I felt like I ran a marathon. And, and there's a lot of stuff that I've, I'll ding it on and saying that it was what broke it, but it was like they were just slightly off of doing something good. Like, one thing that was good about this game is you had unlimited continues. 
You could continue until the cows come home. The problem was it didn't matter if you were on the first stage, the second stage, or the third stage. When you continued, it put you back at like stage 1-1 one, one, or 2-1. Like it took you back to the very start. So there were several times that uh, I uh, would get to a point and finally get to the second level or get halfway through the second level and it was like, damn, you had to start over. Now at the same time, I did get better at the first level. It didn't make it any more fun to play over and over and over but uh i hated that like i the continue process having unlimited was a good idea i think in this game but i feel like i they maybe it should have just rolled you back one stage or kept you on the current stage they, they failed to deliver on the continue part now with me saying that you know with there being six levels i feel like that's the way they should have been if this was a game that had like four levels which would have probably been just fine for me I could probably dealt with it a little bit more. Uh, but, yeah, I, w I was done by the time I finished a level. I didn't want to go back and have to replay that level. Yeah, I agree. And, like I said, I only made it to the spider. And I, I beat the spider. And then I said that was enough for me. Did you go past the spider? I did go past the spider. And the next stage, I think, is what broke me on it. And uh, the only thing that my problem was, and this is going to my next thing that, that I didn't like with the game, was I got into this place where there was some puzzles. And I, it, you, I was basically going through a forest. And you could only go so far, and then you'd have to go up. Now, uh, you could go straight up and to the left where the stage starts, or you could go all far right. And man, I went through these trees like crazy. And basically, they were like these levers you had to pull to open some doors. Well, basically, make a long story short, I combed through this damn forest. And I got to the spot where one of these doors was. And you can see where it was like a spot where three doors were. And I opened two of them. Well, there was still a door that needed open. And I went back through these damn trees over and over. I mean, I spent like 45 minutes looking to see where have I missed this. Now, I wasn't... Uh, I wasn't enveloped enough in the game to say hey let me wikipedia or google this and find out it's like this is a freaking super nintendo game i can be, figure this out yeah, it can't be that difficult wrong i did not figure it out <laughs> and it pissed me off and uh that was where I, I stood with it uh uh that i got to that and that was having to go back through the levels after the continues and then having to search through the same level over and over. And I, I mean, I found secret areas and stuff, uh, none of them which helped me in this instance, but it made the gameplay feel redundant. And I'm not a huge fan of playing the same thing over and over and over well, so and over. That was my question is, since you made it farther than I did, if you hit continue, did it roll you back at 1-1 one, one, or did it put no, you no, at 2-1? No, two, one? no if, you got to, if you got to level 2, it would always roll you back to 2-1. Okay. So if you got to the... Two three and you died. It went back. Rolled to two, you one. back to two one. Okay. Now the first level wasn't that bad. I mean, I spent a lot of time trying to get through the first stage. Uh, I ain't ashamed to say that. And I feel like I got pretty good at it, but I felt like the stages going up, like going into the trees, even though it was fun. Uh, like say searching for that one area. And I mean, I went through it several times, uh, trying to find that lever or whatever. And it may have been something simple. But it wasn't fun. Like, I felt like that stage, from stage one to stage two, there was kind of a huge jump. And uh, it just wasn't wasn't as fun to me. I mean, it was still fun, but it would have been way more fun if I could have spent ten minutes just backtracking and try. I mean, I don't like a game. I felt like it was designed to make me want to backtrack and try to find it. And you couldn't find it. And then it just wasn't fun. I don't think backtracking's fun. Uh, so if I could have got through there, I could have probably... I, I, while I was playing this game, I'm like, man, I gotta play this game to completion. I enjoyed it, so uh, it was just that part of the backtracking. And, and I mean, it's like, uh, you know, with limited time, I was just like, I don't know what I think about this. Uh, well, if I made it that far, personally, me backtracking isn't all that bad. I I'm all right with it, but also the way I look at backtracking is, you know, some of my favorite games, Final Fantasy. Legends of the Dragoon, which is for the PlayStation. And uh, then on top of that, Resident Evil. There's a lot of backtracking going on in that stuff. So I think I'd have been fine with that. It wouldn't really turn me off. But like you said, if it's a Super Nintendo game, 
I expect to be able to see things, you know, as soon as they come across the screen. Yeah, and I mean... Because they don't have a lot of work to be able to hide stuff. And I could just be a dumbass, but, man, these trees, I mean, there was like, I don't know, probably eight trees. And depending on if you jumped on it, you could just about climb up any tree. I mean, you you can get up one tree and travel to the other trees left or right. Man, I went through all that stuff. Apparently, I didn't because I missed something, but... uh I mean, it was obvious. It was like, hey, you've got to get up in the... This level is going to go more vertical yeah. than anything. And I thought it was fun hopping on little zipline platforms and all that. And I, I had fun with it, other than I couldn't find that one area. And it just it didn't grab me enough to make me care past that. Yeah. Uh, now, I'll tell you, this is my big one. This is the thing that pissed me off the most about this damn game. And I kind of felt dumb for it. I think it was on level 1-2. At the very end, where you're trying to make that jump over into the spot over the spot. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. You know what? If you're gonna put a damn run button, why don't you make it look like your guy's running? Because I tried to jump this damn thing. I, I mean, I bet you I died. I mean, I had to keep like this is what had me held up on the first stage was trying to make the final jump, and then I'm like. There's a run button, but it don't make you run. It, I, I swear to God, it did not make my damn little squirrel run any quicker. But it did make him jump farther. So why would I ever think to hold the run down while I jump when my guy moves at the same pace? Uh, and I felt like the run aspect was the biggest crap in this game. I agree 100% because to me... That spot pit was my Crash Bandicoot error of where I ran through 99 lives I, I bet to you, make a pixel perfect fucking jump. I bet you that I died 15 times trying oh, to easy, do this. Easy. And then you'll get so frustrated, then I'd get damn killed before I could even get up there. I mean, and that's just more salt to the wound, man. More salt. Oh, yes. Yeah, that, that pissed me off. And then I'm like, oh, this button that seemingly doesn't do shit. Is actually something. This is what I need to do, and and I'm wondering throughout the whole game how. I mean, maybe I'm once again I'm an idiot, but the run that was the only point that I used the actual run button, and it does, like I said, there's no movement. There's no movement faster. The screen's not not faster. The pixels aren't faster coming across towards you. Yeah, you're there, right. I mean, it looks nothing. like you're just moving. Yeah. I was like, oh well, they. This was just something fun to put in. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't understand yeah, what it was. Maybe maybe it should have been worded differently. Maybe it should have said, for a long jump, hold this button while jumping. I just feel like if you push a button to throw acorns and it doesn't throw acorns, would you continue to push the button? No, you wouldn't. If you tried to no. jump and it never jumps, would you keep trying to push the jump no. button? No. Apparently, that's how they set this damn run button up. It's It was the worst. I did not. Absolutely the worst. I did hate, absolutely hate that run button on there. And of course, you know, I felt like a goober because I did look and see there was a run button. But, you know, once you start the game, I, you know, first thing I do is I'm jumping around, I'm checking all the controls out. Yep. And that had no bearing on anything I did. I Googled how to pass this jump but this jump spot, and somebody, there's a review saying, oh, you have to run. And I'm like, there's a run? Yep. I, that was... To me, that's the thing that made me the most pissed off about this game. Yeah, I, I will stand by that too because it was the biggest, biggest turnoff about this. So, Josh, do you have anything that you would like to add to the, the break-it part of this superior game than Sonic? It's not superior for one. I will fight you for that in your own house. Secondly, my only question is, they didn't give the Yeti a name. Yeah, uh, I feel like let me let me go back to this. I'm glad you brought this up because I about forgot about it. Did he have a name? Uh, was he, he just a bottle of snowman? He's just the snow beast. Snow no, beast. That's right. Snow because he's not civilized. He's not that's, no man. That's right. Man. That's right. Uh, and also copyright probably. So okay. Uh, so the yeti. I mean, I guess it says Yeti, the uh, the snow beast. So I'm guessing Yeti's close enough to a name as you're getting. Snowman, I mean, yeah. who knows? So he's about to put the chill on the entire planet. Why does he want to put a chill on the entire planet? Because it's fucking winter. 
So is he just wanting to like travel the world? Are you going to hate somebody for that? Uh, it's winter. That's whenever Santa Claus comes out. We don't punish Santa Claus for it's, winter. It's up to you to put a freeze on this cold-hearted creature. So I feel like the Yeti got a pretty bad rap in this. I mean, I agree. Now maybe he is a cold-hearted son of a bitch, but uh, at the other part, how in the hell does uh, Yeti come in with purple plum heads, squirrel-eating slugs, and bumbling bees? I mean, you know, none of them would be uh, with that. uh, All right, so let's just devil's advocate. Plums are poisonous to squirrels. I got that one. Well, well, let's That's just put this. So Yeti is just a cold-hearted creature wanting to freeze the whole damn place. Does that benefit slugs, bees, or plums? I'm pretty sure that sucks for them as much as it does the damn squirrel. Agreed. So, like, okay, number one, you make this guy, it's like the Grinch thing. You're just singing songs about how big of an a-hole this guy is. But then at the other, other part of it, why is everybody trying to stop the squirrel? Because I don't think that it helps those guys either. No, benefit. That, you know, the enemy I, of my I've, enemy is my friend. I ain't there. ever ate a plum in the damn dead of winter. Uh, I ain't ever seen no uh, squirrel-eating slug crawling around here in February or something, you know. I'm just saying. <laughs> I thought you were going to say I've never eaten a plum in my life, so. No, I do like plum. I, ironically, I had a plum tree growing up, even though them plums were garbage, you know. I needed the, the super processed, like, Guatemala plums that they give you at Walmart. Normal with plums sugar, with shit, with yeah. sugar, salt, and everything. Yeah. It's been canned for 24 years yeah. before they make it to us. I tell you, I had a plum tree because I seen the tree, and that's what they told me it was. We did not go picking the plums, you know. There was there was none of that growing up. I had a crab apple tree growing up, and I'll tell you this, those things fucking suck. I had a cherry, cherry bush, too. I guess it was a cherry tree. But at the same time, I never once seen no squirrel-eating slug crawling on no, any of them. No, never. All right. So that's going to be all that I got that's going to break it. And you, is it or do you feel uh, satisfied on what breaks this game? Yeah, I'm satisfied with this. Okay. Game. So uh, let's just go ahead and do you want to jump into the price charting or the fun facts? Let's go with fun facts. I like fun facts. Okay. I, I want to know. I want to know if Mister Nuts has the first name, and if he does, it better be D. No, I don't think there is. Uh, the uh, here's one thing that uh, uh, I didn't really have in my fun facts, so don't take it to complete heart. Uh, but I did know that the uh, one thing I read was his name was going to be Mister Nuts with an S, and for some reason they had a problem with it being an S, so they put a Z in it. I don't understand. I feel like it's more dirty I with do, a Z. I do, because that's more provocative, apparently, and Z is more cool. I feel like nuts could be pecan, uh, scrotum, walnut, nuts. That is straight up scrotum right there. That's that is straight up scrotum. That's a That's a... Porn star at that point. If you told me, George, would you like some nuts? I gotta tell you, go screw yourself. Hell no, I don't. Keep them nuts over there. Keep them nuts away. So, uh, I'll tell you, this game was originally planned, and the moment I turned it on, I felt like I had an idea. It's like, this feels like a damn Amiga game. And I'm like, this is too good for an Amiga game. It was originally planned for the Commodore Amiga, but it was released. But they released a different game on the Amiga uh, under that name. Uh, Hopping Mad was the name of that one. It was released by a different developer. But when they had first started drawing this game up, it was planning on being for the Amiga, but ended up not so uh it did have an amiga feel and i'm like oh that'd only be fitting that that's like our fourth freaking amiga game about say, Will game. Amiga, here we go but at the same time if you told me that this was a straight up amiga game this was by far the best amiga 100 percent, like one of the best it, the, the co- I, everything was better and than i hate to say that because super putty was an amiga game and i enjoyed super putty so uh this was designed for the Amiga, as I said, but they decided to publish it to the Super Nintendo and Sega because this is uh, shocking, uh, especially in 1993, I wouldn't Was imagine. it better? They they chose to release it on the Super Nintendo and Sega because it was uh, safer against piracy and more profitable than going to the PC. 
So uh, they were interesting. An- they were anticipating this being pirated, uh, which you know, I mean, I remember in '93 being in some computer labs and having some shareware demo Tom Clancy uh, games on there, and I don't think at that time you were really hitting. Uh, putting on my thinking hat because it's been a minute i don't think you were really going with cd keys back then i think you had a cd you installed it you played it you let your friend borrow it like i I felt like once you bought the game cd keys hadn't that wasn't something that every game had if any so i think that's probably where they were going there but Uh, say growing up i don't think i've ever came across a pirated game i mean okay let, 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 let me rephrase that Young me, back in the 90s, early 90s, never came across a pirated game that I know of so far. But now I do know in the mid-2000s, they were a plethora. I think probably what they're meaning on this when it with it being pirated was just that simple. Because I don't think, uh, I'm telling you, we didn't even have dial-up internet until like 96. Yeah. So I don't think they're thinking like in today's version, we're thinking, hey, let's burn a CD of it. I think probably what they're going with is either letting your friends have your CD or I think there was times on the MS-DOS prompt that you could actually copy the contents of the CD to the hard drive and could run a game like that without a disc, perhaps. I could be wrong, but either way, uh, I feel like you were probably a little bit on your high horse to think that this game was uh, going to be pirated. Look, I was born in the 90s. Ironically. Legit, Legit 90s. Ironically, though. Here we are in 2023 now, and you played it on an emulator, which I guess is technically pirated. Uh, so yeah. their worst fears did come full circle they here. A full circle, 100%. That, son of a bitch. They were just ahead of their time. Uh, just wasn't good enough. So in the development, now, and what I've seen, and I like I say, don't take this to heart because I didn't get too deep into it, is pretty much one or two dudes made this whole game. Uh in the development, they were actually going to, the plans was to make the character a turtle or parrot. So, I don't... I would have been cool with a turtle. That would have been cool. It would have explained the slowness. Well, they were going with turtle or parrot, but apparently the develop one of the guy's wives came through and just said, hey, you ought to make it a squirrel. And that's how they, it was literally that. Uh, is what ended up making it a squirrel. And I thought, I thought I, one thing I do think with the squirrel, I think the sprite for it was very crisp. Uh, I don't think if you told me there was a parrot or a uh, turtle, turtle, it would have looked as visually appeasing as the so, squirrel did. So what, what this means to me is that they were arguing that one of them wanted a turtle, one wanted a squirrel, or, the, a parrot. or, or the parrot, and the wife wanted a squirrel. So what this means to me, I may be out of my league here, but it sounds to me like the best bud was also having relations with the wife and can't say no to either. I don't know. I'm sitting here thinking now that I think of it, they made a game that was a lot like Sonic, and to stick it to Sega instead of it making a hedgehog or somebody quick, let's make it a turtle, and it's still a better game than Sonic. I will fight <laughs> you. So I, I don't know. <laughs> so I got one more, one more fun fact to drop in on here. And this was just strange to me, so I felt like oh, I should I, add this. I love the strange, weird facts. Those in, are the best. In 1993, okay, this won the best platform game according to Consoles Plus magazine. Well, who the hell calls it? I've never heard of Consoles I Plus magazine. I need this magazine in but my life. I, I did not look up uh, what it is, uh, but... I would venture to say I enjoyed it, but to say this was the best platform game in... uh, That's a bit rough. uh, Let me look here. Consoles Plus Magazine. I'll say, because we do... uh, For for a while, while we worked together, you know, you bring in... Uh, PSN magazines, and we used to do a running thing of them. Oh, yeah. We, We, I mean... Not just the Game Pros and Nintendo Powers. We would go some of the PlayStation Monthly. Some of the ones that we never even heard of that were kind of off-brand. Well, I just did a quick Google search on Consoles Plus Magazine. Is it still up and running? That's Uh, the number one question. No. Well, I don't know if it's up and running, but I don't see one Google image for a magazine cover called Consoles Plus. So, uh, 
I don't know. Uh, that's just that. That's on <laughs> that's console. A, that's a big red flag. Con- that's consoles plus it's boasting that, not me. Wait, hang on. Did you spell plus with an S or a Z? No, it was the plus sign. It was consoles oh. plus. Sign. Oh, okay. and and I do. I, I did lie to you. I have one more. I guess you would call it fun fact. Uh, I have one more tidbit of information. Is uh, there are two completed speedruns on this on speedrun.com and uh, they have one for the Super Nintendo and the Mega Drive the Mega Drive uh, somebody completed this the name of the guy is Wax underscore house uh, completed this on in 33 minutes and 31 seconds on the Super Nintendo <laughs> it must be the French Hulk because it's called a Le Hulk L-E-H-U-L-K Le Hulk Le Hulk four years ago uh, time this at 29 minutes and 25 seconds and dear god you must be just whizzing through the like you must you're, play you're, this game a hundred million times yeah you're ignoring all the enemies except for the ones that you need to hit with an acorn and then just spam an acorn button whenever you go to the boss now Lay Hulk also has a 100% completion on this that took 42 minutes and 41 seconds just to put this in perspective his his or her, which it does actually have the French flag next to their name. So, uh, Lay Hulk. Uh, I don't know if that's female or male because I know in Spanish, Lay means women and I mean, L means, is more masculine. It's probably just, his name's probably Lee and it's just Lee Hulk. I don't, don't know. Don't you shit on the French culture. Either way. We're uh, American, and we do that all the time. Well, when we had to fight their wars for them, we earned that one, okay? <laughs> so, uh, besides the point, it, it, four years ago, they completed this. Like, they beat the game in 29 minutes and 25 seconds. But Lee Hulk has been playing this game for a minute, because that was four years ago. Seven years ago, they had the 100% of this game in 42 minutes and 41 seconds. So, so they've been playing this game for seven damn years. Well, there was a th- three-year difference. Yeah, at least seven years. They've been they've been building that Mr. Nuts muscle there. Hey, uh, Lee Hawk, Lee Hawk, uh, holler at you boys. We want to talk to you a little bit about this, all right? Yeah, straight up. I'll, I'll FaceTime you in. So uh, yeah, I did find that as funny, uh, uh the speed run on it, which that's pretty damn impressive. That's to be very honest. impressive. I'm uh, not going to lie. So, uh, that's all I've got for the fun facts. Uh, you want to hit some price charting and then rank this up in your top 10, Josh. Oh boy. All right. Let's hit this up. A loose copy of this. What do you think it's going for? If you tell me a loose copy of this damn game is more than it's more. I'm just going to tell you. It's more. More than $10. It's more. No. Yes. You could keep that bitch for free. Josh, it's a lot more. A lot? A lot, lot more. I don't know how to take this. Because I'm staring you into the windows of your soul right now. I'm just telling you. And you're making faces at me like I want to say like around 30 bucks. But there's no way. You're way low. Let me go ahead and drop this little nugget on I'm low on 30? Yes. You're not in the ballpark, brother. I can't remember what. But I remember that Dragon View was the most expensive game that we've played on here. Yeah, it was like close to like I think 20 or something like that. No, I think that one. I can't remember. I feel like it was close to like a hundred bucks for a loose i didn't think it was for a loose either way uh rewind the tape we'll find it dragon view is uh pills in comparison to this one no so what is is this and i will tell you from what i looked at the average past 90 days sold uh, the last like three or four that sold loose which i only seen loose on ebay i didn't see no completed i didn't see no new uh is this okay. from what I got versus price charting to eBay was a two dollar difference? Okay, hang on. Before we step in, I need to know: Is this a rare game that we played that we fucking hated? I think what put this in perspective is I think this game was going to be made for overseas release. I don't think a lot made it to North America, and it was released in '93. So I think the combination of all of that basically meant there was a super small print run on this. 
Which is why I don't think we ever heard of this game. Okay. So I don't know if Please it is. Please tell me that it's not over 50. Uh, yeah, it's over 50. Is this triple digits? Uh, yeah, it's triple digits. I fucking quit. It I'm is, done. It is triple digits. I'm done. No, I don't care what you tell me about this game. I hate it all. I hate it. I hate everything about this game now. So you're telling me you don't have a guess? No. I, uh, triple digits? Uh, God. Uh, hang on. Let, let me try to wrap my small fucking pea brain around Well, you just this. wait because what you think the loose copy is ain't shit. Compared to the complete and the new. That, that's what I'm doing my math about right now. Is I'm trying to... Okay, if I go loose copy, say... I don't know. 273. That's final answer. Right there. Okay. 273. Alright, so we're going to reel you back in. Because I know I punched you in the face. You You're did. Think, you're thinking $10. Uh, it's expensive. It's not 200 something dollars. Okay, expensive. I'm happy with that. So, loose on eBay, on average, I sell, see it selling for about $185. No. Uh, okay. Price charting has it rated at about $187. So I feel like, hey, if what I looked at versus what they put out, you call it a $180 game. So, you know what I'm going to ask you, I'm John. fucking taking the cartridge. I don't give a shit what you say to me. So if I said, hey, you can have this cartridge or I'll give you $90, which would no, you No, I'm taking the fucking cartridge because at that moment, my stupid brain is going to say, no, that cartridge is worth more. So... Complete in box according to price charting because I didn't see any in the past 90 days. Oh, god! So, I, and with the with what I've seen being spot on with price charting, I'm gonna I, I feel like this game is not worth what it says. It's not worth a hundred and something. I feel like it, it's probably to me if if I could buy this game for $20, I think that would be a fair assessment. Agreed. So, complete inbox. You want me just to spit, I mean... No, I'm guess. I okay. have to guess. Okay. Okay, let, let, okay, so... It ends in 19 cents, if it helps you any. <laughs> sure. <laughs> okay, the original... Okay, re refresh this for me, because I'm still blown away. Okay, the, the used, not inbox copy... Was how much to lose copy? One eighty five to one eighty seven. One eighty five to one eighty seven. And this is new or not complete inbox. Complete inbox. So it's new. it's open. You got it's your manual. Used a little, you got your box. Yeah, it's been used a little bit. And I'm gonna imagine that this box, with there not being a lot, it doesn't even matter if it's got some pretty good bins in it. It's probably gonna it's, hold its value. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. Oh. Five seventeen. No. I hate this. Uh, $787.19. No. So if you just want the piece of cardboard that goes around this game, that's $187 and, 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 and the manual, uh, uh, it's going to cost you, you're going to drop three quarters of a G on it. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, and, and this isn't to find, and, and I will say that I can normally find these on eBay in some sort of form. Uh, I didn't find nothing complete or, uh, I did see, I think one that was complete from France, which may have been Lay Hulks. I don't know now that I think of it. Uh, and, and it, <laughs> and it sold and it sold for like $44 plus like $40 shipping. And I'm hoping to God that was like a reproduction or something. Cause somebody got fleeced if that's what yeah. they sold it for. Well, th therefore we know it's not Lay Hulk. Well, Lay Hulk's the champion of this game, so well, Lay Hulk knows the true value. Well, Lay Hulk has nothing left to prove, so he's probably like that's he's possible. probably like bring on all challengers. Let me put this out in the world. Probably. probably. So, brand new sealed in box uh, game uh, price charting has it ten million dollars. I'm at, no, I'm my actual guess is I'm gonna say it's at least at minimum seventeen hundred. Okay, well, fair guess. Uh, still low. Uh, God damn it! <laughs> would you rather buy like a 1994 uh, Nissan Altima, or would you rather drop $2,500 and not... 2519 I'm buying the car! <laughs> yes, like, you literally... Just think, and today, like... I mean, even if you just took the $187 for a loose car, and... Say you took, and this is my, this would be my problem. I would probably keep it because I got the illness and I'd want to hold on to it. But if somebody offered me $100 for a $187 car, the problem I would have is 
how many great games could I buy for a hundred dollars? Like, there's a lot of big boy games that that ain't gonna scratch, but there's a lot of really damn good games for ten and twenty dollars. Like, th- that's where I come. I don't agree with the pricing on this, but it is what it is. And I and I just think this one literally isn't gonna be your Zelda, your Secret of Mana's, all this stuff. That's just it was so great and people love it. I think. It's just a rare game. That's I think all, it's a rare game. That's that's what it boils down to. It's like I said, Zelda, Secret of Mana, Mario. Dragon View, I know, was expensive, but I feel like it was probably a rarer game. And people, there's a, a cult, cult following, following that yeah. like it. I don't know that you really have any cult following for this game. I think it's just hard to find. Lay Hulk. Let's go. Lay Hulk. All right. So now that I've done pissed you off with the prize. Yeah. I guess, you know... Being a better game than Sonic comes with the price tag. I guess I'll, I don't know. Find you. All right, so this game is going to be in your top ten no matter what because we are on the tenth game. So uh, just going to kind of go through a recap here, Josh. You know your top nine. You've got Family Feud, Super Putty, Jeopardy Sports, Fatal Fury, Roger Clemens, No Escape, Dragon View, Kid Cleats, and Obitus. So I don't know. You don't have to put. Uh, Mr. Nuts. You don't have to put no nuts on your uh, uh, Mount Rushmore, but I'm you got to have a set of nuts in your uh, top I'm not 10. putting Mr. Strodom on the Mount Rushmore, but he will go at number five, moving down Roger Clemens to six and so forth. Uh, number five, Roger Clemens. So what I've got here is you have got Family Feud, Super Putty, Jeopardy Sports, Fatal Fury, Mr. Nuts, uh, Roger Clemens, No Escape, Dragon View Kid, Cleats, Ovidus. Yes. Fair enough, fair enough. So I've got mine ranked at uh, Jeopardy Sports, Dragon View, Family Feud, No Escape, Super Putty, Fatal Fury, Kid Cleats, Ovidus, and then the Abomination of Roger Clemens. Uh, I don't know. I'll be kind of excited if I find a game I dislike more than Roger Clemens. I really did not like that game. Coming from the guy who turned around and bought it in box. Exactly. I I think that's false. I think you secretly enjoyed it. You just hate yourself for enjoying it. I will never play that game ever again. Uh, I'm telling you, I enjoyed uh, Mr. Nuts. So uh, is Nuts is the is Mr. Strowman going on your Rushmore? Yeah, we're bringing a set of Nuts up to the Rushmore. Oh God! Uh, okay. My problem is, I don't know exactly where I want to go with it, but I think where I'm going to go is I'm going to go at number two with Mr. Nuts. Well, I was and, about to say now. Now we get to redo our Mount Rushmore every ten. So next episode. Will be an overview, or we could do it at the end of this one. I don't know. I feel like I feel like Dragon View. I didn't like it playing it, but playing some of these games, I feel like it was a. I feel like it wasn't as bad as I'd gave it hell for. But I think Mister Nuts. I enjoyed it. The problem I have with Dragon View is that it not being. It was a what was it called? An unguided game. I didn't like that. Yeah, we, uh, we needed some structure. Yes. We needed some guidance for it. And I did like Mr. Nuts. Now, I feel like I've completed more of these other games than I did Mr. Nuts. But I thought Mr. Nuts was a fine game. Uh, other than me getting frustrated and quitting, I could see myself firing up. Oh, Nuts are over there and, and playing a couple but of so, games. So I say back in 93, you could have... this. May have been a completion run. Like I said, renting on a Friday, no, I haven't oh, back until Monday. I can guarantee if I had rented this game, uh, we would have been dropping some nuts, man. It would have been, I would <laughs> Dra- have played. Dragging them nuts around. I would guarantee that this would have been, and this is, I'm going to blame our local video store because I could send renting this game and then when it getting put on the wall after nobody rented it and the Nintendo 64 came out, I would have bought it for like the $8 they would have asked for it. And then I would have been sitting here like I, I am with my uh, Spike McFang and my R-Top 3 and my super expensive games that I your, have. Your Virtual there. Boy and all that stuff on, on your little mini hoard. Yes, it would have been part of the hoard. And uh, so, yeah, I think Mr. Nuts was great. I just like Jeopardy more than it. And I, I'm kind of gut-checked over Dragon View and Mr. Nuts. It's kind of 2A and 2B for me, but uh, I enjoyed the game. I just got to a frustrating part of Mr. Nuts. Uh, Dragon View, I didn't enjoy the whole 
setup of the game. The way the way they wanted it played, I didn't like. But the game itself wasn't that bad. So yeah, I'm gonna drop my nuts at number two. All right. So uh, we're definitely far off on this one. Here. We are. Uh, I think the only thing that we can agree on is this game is not nearly worth $175, 200 to a, to a couple of G's. No, but, uh, now I know if I'm ever out in the wild and I see this game for you anything be- less than a hundred dollars, I will buy pounce. the hell out you of it. You better pounce. Uh, so, uh, I don't know. I feel like this one's going to be a fun game to talk about, uh, going forward. Uh, uh, I, I don't know if there's sequels to this or not. Uh, uh, I do know that they did release the one for the Amiga that Mr. was... Mr. Nuts, the return of the winter. <laughs> Two nuts. Two nuts. <laughs> Two nuts. Uh, uh, let me see, what was it called before we leave here? You said it was something Hopper on the Amiga. Dang, it. Yeah, it was Mr. Hopper or something like yeah. that. Uh, so... Yeah, that's it. I guess uh, that, we'll just keep this one later. Mr. Nuts uh, 2, The Coming. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Nuts featuring D's. Yeah. That, <laughs> Instead of, who needs tails and knuckles? You got D's. Mr. Nuts and his son, D's. Yes. 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 <laughs> D-E-E-Z. Yeah. All right. You heard it here. That's yep. That's it. All right. So uh, we're gonna wrap this up. We're gonna draw our next game. We'll see you guys next week. See y'all.